<clears throat> Good morning. Today we'll be studying the third chapter of Hilchot Tefillah, Birkat Kohanim. And this chapter deals with uh, the timing of the various Tefillot, Halacha uh, Aleph. Tefillat HaShachar, Mitzvata, Sheyat Hilit Palel Im Hama, Uzmana, in regards to the morning prayer, in order to properly fulfill the, the, this mitzvah, the mitzvah of the morning prayer, an individual uh, must pray with sunrise, but it's allotted time and it may be recited until the fourth hour after dawn. Now, this is also the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda in the Mishnah. Shehu shelish hayom, and this is a third of the day. And again, here we're talking when we talk about shaot, we're talking about shaot zmaniyot uh, that are calculated based on the uh, amount of daylight. Ve'im avar ta'avik pelel achar arba shaot ad chatzot hayom yatsay yedehovato. And if somebody transgressed or made a mistake and prayed after four hours up till midday, he fulfilled. His obligation of tefillah, but did not fulfill his obligation of tefillah at its correct time. Just as the mitzvah of prayer is from the Torah, similarly, it is an instruction and a mitzvah from their words, meaning the words of the sages in the Chachamim, they, to pray it at its proper time that was established by the Nevi'im and the Chachamim and their courts, obviously. We already mentioned in Perik Aleph that the afternoon prayer is opposite the time of the afternoon service, the afternoon korban, uh, and its time was established uh, parallel to that. And just as the daily afternoon, afternoon korban was brought every day at nine and a half hours into the day, the Hamim and Nevi'im established that the afternoon prayer should be is from nine and a half hours, which is called Minha Ketana. And since on the evening of Pesach that fell out on a Friday, <clears throat> they would slaughter the afternoon Korban at six and a half hours so that the Kohanim uh, would have time to slaughter all the Korbanot of Am Yisrael, they would um, give the Kohanim a little bit more time and allow them to start the, the, the slaughtering of the Pesach from six and a half hours. They said that anyone who prays after six and a half hours fulfilled his obligation. 
And when six and a half hours into the day begins, this uh, is also when an individual is allowed uh, to pray the afternoon service. Right? And when, yeah, when this time arrives, um, his, the time for the obligation arrived as well. And this is what we call Minha Gedola. Many people had the custom to pray both Minha Gedola and Minha Kitana. And one of them was an optional prayer. And some of the, uh, again, we mentioned this term before, Geonim are uh, rabbis in Spain, in Babylon, and in Europe that were before Harambam. And they said it is, that it is only proper to have Minhag Gedola as the optional prayer. And this also complies with reason. Because the re whole reason and the whole point for Minhaketana is for a reason that isn't regularly uh, done, that wasn't, reg it was for a reason that wasn't done every day. Me, uh, and we're referring here, obviously, again, about the Korban Pesach, that it was, that the only reason why uh, we have Minhak Gedola, that Minhag Gedola is, uh, that, the re that the reason for Minhag Gedola is opposite the fact that the Kohanim would begin slaughtering the Korban Pesach six and a half hours into the day. But if he still, if he prayed Minhag um, Gedola as his obligatory prayer, he should only pr he should pray Minhag Gedola as the optional prayer. Dalib. Hala Malta, Shizeman min Hagedula, Mishishaot umechza ad Tesha umechza. Therefore, we can, you have learned so far that min Hagedula is from six and a half hours until nine and a half hours. Uzman min Haketana, mi Tesha umechza, ad Shishair min Hayom Sha'a Urvia. And the time for Minhaketana is from nine and a half hours until there's an hour and a quarter left in the day. And an individual is allowed to pray minha until sunset. In regards to, we mentioned Tefilat Musaf, which was the additional prayer brought, which was the additional, sorry, Korban brought on Shabbat and on the holidays in the Rosh Chodesh. And, and as a result of that, we also have the prayer of Musaf that is also on Shabbat, the holidays on Rosh Chodesh. And Tefilat Musafim The Musaf prayer, its time is anytime after you prayed the morning prayer until seven hours into the day. And anyone who prays Musaf after seven hours, even though he transgressed, he did fulfill his obligation. As Mus the Musaf prayer, an individual is allowed to pray all pray it all day. The evening prayer, 
despite the fact that it is not obligatory. You mentioned this in the last chapter. Anyone who prays the evening prayer can pray it from the beginning of nightfall until dawn. Tefilat Ne'illah, which was the prayer that was instituted on the fast days. He is allowed, he must he must pray it, and he must complete it right before sunset. Anyone who prays prior to it's a lot of time, did not fulfill his obligation. And he must go back and pray the service that he missed at its correct time. No, he must wait, sorry, and pray at the correct time. If some, however, if somebody prayed the morning tefillah at a time that he was occupied, but he prayed it after dawn, he fulfilled his obligation. And also, an individual has the option on the eves of Shabbat to pray Arvit of Shabbat, of Friday night, before the sun sets. Similarly, an individual can pray the Arvit of Motzei Shabbat on Shabbat. As we mentioned before, that with the time of Arvit, uh, we mentioned we're going to mention it now actually, because Arvit is categorically different than the other Tefilot, that it is not a Chova, there are some ramifications for that, as we'll see in a minute. As Tefilat Arvit is optional, we are not precise with its time. If an individual does pray Arvid early, he must recite Shema at its proper time after uh, the stars are vis visible. And this is whenever we uh, say Tzedek Chavim, it's referring to the time that there are three medium-sized stars in the sky that you can see, and that is considered nightfall uh, in Jewish law. Anyone that did not pray in the time of tefillah passed before him, and he didn't pray. If he did it willfully, and the time passed willfully upon this individual, he has no way to rectify his actions and cannot complete what he missed. Beshogeg, if it was done mistakenly, or if an individual was stuck or he was distracted, individual can complete the tefillah that he missed at the time of the tefillah that is right next to it. We'll explain what that means in a minute, but it's called tashlumin, repayment. But the prayer that it's time is to pray at that moment. He prays that tefillah first, 
And only after that does he pray the make-up tefillah, or the repayment tefillah, or from now on we'll call it the tashlumin. Kitzad, how is this applied? If an individual made a mistake and didn't pray the morning prayer, shaharit, until half the day passed, which is obviously the, past the time of shaharit, he should pray minha twice. The first prayer he'll pray will be minha, and the second prayer as a repayment should be shaharit. If an individual did, made a mistake and didn't pray mincha until after sunset, he prays arvit twice. The first prayer is that he should do is arvit, and the second one is the repayment for mincha. If an individual didn't pray arvit, until after dawn, he should pray shaharit twice. The first prayer should be shaharit, and the second should be the repayment for arbit. If an individual made a mistake and didn't pray a certain prayer, and he didn't pray the prayer after it, or he didn't pray two successive tefillot in a row, he only makes up the latter tefillah that he missed. Ketzad, how is this applied? If an individual made a mistake and didn't pray not shaharit nor minha, he prays arvit twice. And the second tefillah that he prays, the second Amidah in the, of the two, the first one obviously is Arvid, and the second is the repayment for Minha, Tashlumin for Minha, Aval, Shaharit, but regards, in regards to the morning prayer, En la Tashlumin shekvar avar yomah, Bechen b'shi'ar tefillot. However, in regards to Shaharit, there is no opportunity to him, for him to repay that tefillah, as its time already, as it, its time in the day already passed, uh, for his opportunity to repay shaharit. And the same applies for all other tefillot. Final halakha, halakha yudalev. Hayu lefanav shetet tefillot, shelam mincha veshelam musafin, mitpalet shelam mincha veachar kach shelam musafin. If there were two tefillot before him, he has the opportunity to pray two tefillot, either mincha and musaf, he prays first musaf, and then he prays, sorry, he prays Minha first, and only after that does he pray Musaf. And this is based on uh, a principle that is in the Mishnah, a famous principle that's applied all over the Talmud as well. It's in the Mishnah, Masachat Horayot, Mishnah Vav, Halachavav. And the principle is the following Any, Anything that is more frequent than another, let's say you have two things. And one is more frequent than the other. The one that is more frequent takes precedence over the one that is not frequent. So in this case, minha, the minha prayer, the minha service was more is more frequent than the musaf service. Therefore, the minha service 
takes precedent and is prayed before the Musaf service. However, there were certain, some people that ruled, that ruled, obviously, this people that ruled were post Talmud, that said and ruled not to do this in a tzibur or with 10 people or more in a commune congregation in order for people not to make a mistake and they'll come to pray minha before Musaf on other uh, occasions as well.